0: On this bonus clip from the Scott Radley Show podcast, we are going into the vaults to pull out an old, well, semi-old interview with the guy who was the voice of Hermie the Elf on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It is one of the more unusual interviews that we've done. We thought we were heading in one direction, but we went all kinds of directions that I never thought we would be investigating. Enjoy this one. Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. Rudolph the Reindeer. Scott Radley Show going into the vault today. Two years ago, well, you know that song that goes with the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer TV series, TV show that was made claymation show that was done in 1964. Well, a couple years ago, we brought on Paul souls, who was a renowned actor, voice actor, especially he was Peter Parker in the Spider-Man cartoon series. He was the voice of Hermie the elf in Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. We brought him on to talk about the 50 or 51st, 52nd anniversary of the show. He lives just down the road in Toronto. The interview that you're about to hear did not go quite as we expected. I mean, parts of it, but parts of it kind of were very different from what I thought was going to happen. We haven't played it since. Here you go. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was the first TV, made-for-TV movie slash special. And over the following half century plus, it has become a regular Visitor into all of our homes. I can't imagine that there is a single person listening who has not watched this show at least 10 times, probably more than that, over the course of their life with them, with their kids, with their grandkids, whoever. But here's what you probably don't know. Here's what I didn't know. Most of the voice actors were Canadian. Most of them, many of them, were from this area, from southern Ontario. Rudolph, the voice of Rudolph, was actually a woman named Billy Ray Richard, later Dinsmore who passed away in 2010. She was living in Burlington. Yukon Cornelius, remember Yukon Cornelius. Uh, He was a guy named Larry Mann, a Toronto voice actor, former DJ on 1050 Chum, who died in 2014 when he was 91 years old. And Hermie the Elf, the other main character on this, other than the snowman who was uh, Burlives. But Hermie the Elf, the elf who wanted to be a dentist, is my next guest. His name is Paul Souls. He has a show business career that goes back to 1960. And it almost started. This was the second thing, I believe, on his resume. But Hermie the Elf was him, and he joins us now. Paul, thanks for doing this tonight. You're welcome. I, I was thinking as I was getting ready to talk to you today, it's got to be really special in a lot of ways to have been part of something that even all these many years later that still resonates with people and that people still have fond memories of whenever they see this pop up on their television? And what is your question? Is it? I mean, it, when you when you see it come up and when people say that, you know, I, I love this. I watched it as a child. It still brings me so many fond memories. Is, is that a special thing to hear still? Of course. How often do you watch it? Do you do you do you make a point of watching it, or do you stop to when you're flipping channels? Do you watch? Or
1: no, I don't need to. I'm too old. <laughs> and, uh, I think I know how it turns out.
0: Yeah, well, I I'm sure you do. But for a while there, I'm guessing you must have. You must have for a while when you would see it on TV, stopped and watched.
1: Uh, yes, but I'm not sure about your question. I don't want to be corrosive, but um, do you know how many people have called me? from chat shows in the United States, usually morning shows, radio, uh, and said, uh, Herbie's gay,
0: right? I hadn't even thought of that. Well, they did.
1: Scores of them. Really? So that's the way it's been corrupted over the years. You talk about 52 years. Uh, the, the world has changed since then. And so has CHML. You know that CHML was the home of some of the greatest voices in Canadian radio.
0: Absolutely, it has been.
1: Fred Napoli, uh, 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 Paul Hanover, Gordy Tapp. Come on, these are legends, but nobody knows about them. So time passes, and it would be as interesting to me that uh, your listeners should know that your city and your station have been home to some of the great, great, formative, sound um, influences of our time. Not just me, I was just a little guy doing a voice of an elf. And um, I'm glad it caught on, I'm glad people enjoy it. I really am. I get calls every day from uh, places in the United States where people my kids and, and I'm with a fifth generation etc and I think that's wonderful but you know uh, I don't know how long that will last do you know in terms of social or physical evolution how long this can last do you know that the age of the dinosaurs uh, was predicted to be over hundreds of millions of years ago and will again soon uh, uh, it could all be over, and so what? So now it's nice that a few people like this this adventure and can believe in the idea that there is some salvation, some um, uh, payback for good deeds. That's great. And I think that's a nice, positive part of being associated with with Hermy and Rudolph. Although, if you'll forgive, and isn't it interesting today, uh, we've elected, or the you know, United States have elected, uh, a capitalist um, president elect. The whole idea is if you don't make money, it doesn't work. So, this enterprise occurred only because two entrepreneurs from NBC came to Toronto where the best radio actors in the world lived and paid fifty a day, got great rewards, never paid a nickel in residuals, and here we have this lovely little adventure that never gave anything back to its creator.
0: Wow. Wow. Sorry, I did not... I sorry, don't...
1: To, sorry to be a, a little bit contrary, but there it is. That's part of it.
0: I did not know that. Sorry. Let me let me ask you one thing. You, you raised something about the best voice actors in the world were up here. Why were the best? Why was this such a great area for voice actors?
1: Because Canada was in the middle of Britain and the United States. We were we got the best radio acting uh, from both uh, corners, and our our actors were both uh, either British, American, or Canadian. And we could do all the right accents, you know Orson Welles. You ever heard of Orson Welles? Of course. Well, he's the one who said best radio actors in the world are in Toronto, and he, he identified one of them, John Draney. Ever hear of John Draney?
0: I have not heard that name before.
1: R a i n i e. Okay. John Draney was the greatest English-speaking radio actor of all time, according to Orson Welles, and I'm i worked with him, and I'm not sure Orson Welles is wrong.
0: What is it that... This may be a very basic question. You may think I'm asking you a simple question, but what makes a great voice actor?
1: Uh, Good ear, uh, a brain that's sympathetic. Um, uh, uh, I don't know how you you describe it, because uh, we're talking about um, psychophysics in a way. How is it that some individuals can imitate other individuals. Mm. How is it some species can imitate other species? Um, But we do. And uh, Canadians, by virtue of the fact that we had exposure to both sets, for those who had that little um, key uh, in their brains, could turn it on. And uh, I, I can't explain it. I can only say that I was lucky enough to be born with a kind of um, imitative ear. Hmm. And uh, sure, so I, I won't go any further. No, I,
0: I read. I, I, funny, I was reading about this though. Is that when and it, it goes to what you're talking about? I was reading that when you were given the script, when all of you who were involved in this were given this script. Now, I may be wrong, but this is what I read, that you did not see the characters. You didn't know much about the characters. So, essentially, you were creating a voice and a character and a personality out of thin air, almost. What, what did you know about what the character was you were going to do?
1: Not quite true, sir. Okay. We, we were given a photo, a uh, uh, still picture of a line drawing of the character. Uh, not a photo uh, of the puppets, uh, just a, a line drawing. So you looked at the picture and you said, well, he's an elf, so they're shorter, therefore their larynxes are smaller than most people, therefore their, their voices are a little higher, uh, and um, they're subservient, and they, they get along and they do the job, and some of them, like the rest of us, have ambitions to be something other than what we are. <laughs> I'd like to be a dentist. I don't want to just make toys. Not that there's anything wrong with making toys, but we all have other wishes. And, and and I think the reason, if I can anticipate your question, the reason why the show has lasted is people have understood that, you know, just because dad and mum may say, I want you to be a lawyer or a doctor or a engineer or whatever. But the kid says, I'd like to be a chef. And the parents say, what a chef? Come on! And, and you know, there's always criticism. There's always judgment. And some people say, this is what I want. And everybody has that. Uh, I think the, the long... Um, Reason that that uh, her, her Rudolph's story has lasted is because people know there's more than one way to live, and uh, everybody's in a way a bit of a misfit, and and has been has been singled out uh, to be a little bit uh, what's the word outre. Uh, I don't I don't want to be that. I don't want to be associated with anybody who's different. What, how did the American election get won? People said, I don't want to be partners with anybody who's different.
0: Listen, uh, Paul, we're going uh, to let you go, but listen, I really appreciate your time today and uh, glad to catch up with you. Thanks for, uh, thanks for taking a few minutes with us. Uh, we're back live. I, um, I don't know how we got on to the American election talking about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but it was a fun interview. I haven't played that one since. Took a little work to. There were a few little pauses in there, a few moments we had to cut out, but that's okay. I appreciated Paul doing it. It was a fascinating story about the making and the everything else of Rudolph the red Nose Ranger in 1964. Who knows when we'll play that one again? But um, yeah, it's fun to listen to that one again. The Scott Radley Show weekday evenings from six to eight on 900 CHML.